0: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
1: It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Bart and Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776 is the number. And Bart? Kyrie. Today, oh, Kyrie. Oh, the, ooh, baby, I did know he Can had just know he, move he, that aside. Move that I ain't, aside. I did know he had the bunnies like that. Move, say. move, move, move that aside. The bigger, <laughs> there's, bigger, there's a bigger story here, basketball-wise, yeah. in the yeah, city. I didn't. I was tough.
2: I'm watching it right now, man. Oh, down goes
1: Frazier. Mm-hmm. Well, <sighs> how serious is it? We'll find out in a couple of minutes. Ian Begley of SNY is going to jump on with us in a couple of minutes here. Grayson is and he's going to let us know what he saw last night after the game and what he's heard since. And, uh, you know, we'll get a a, a latest update on Jalen Brunson, who is the the latest Nick player to go down with an injury. And damn, I mean, how many more you got four of five (laughs) starters are, are now injured.
2: We're gonna be starting with it. We're gonna be starting with the G League. We don't to have to pull a call some G Leaguers up. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think they already did. It's only so many Taj Gibson's I mean, out Jacob there. Jacob
1: Toppin is not only now back on the roster, but apparently, he's also uh, in the dunk contest at All Star Weekend. Did you know that?
2: Listen, I hope he don't, he don't dunk like his brother. Brother let us down, son. Thought he was gonna go ahead and win it for us, man. He went up them wacky D's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you need to, not... You need to, Your daddy is the 720 master, son. First of all, you got to start with that. If he, yeah. your daddy is 720, you got to do an 830. So you and I don't even know if that he, math add up.
1: So you think maybe he could do it?
2: He better usually. Usually, usually the youngest is the oh, true. I see.
1: Yeah. Usually
2: the youngest because he been chasing all his life. He watched his brother go into college at thirty five years old and come out. So he watched him, you know, he been he been striving to beat him, you know what I mean? I tell you what, Jamal Crawford said he still got juice in him. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching him talk all that stuff with the mustache. He only thirty seven. Let's see Jamal Crawford get back in the league. He say, "Listen, his last game went for six
1: what 51? You're not you're not bringing him you're not bringing him into the into the NBA in the middle of a season. But I'll tell you what though. All right, so so this what happened last night. There's so many things to it. First and foremost, I know there's going to be a lot of the Nick fans out there. They're going to give me the "told you so," and you know what? I'm going to give you the opportunity to to go ahead and say what you feel you need to say hmm.
2: because.
1: That is one last night that if you were listening to the radio broadcast, I was on with Kenny uh, Albert. I I was – you know you get that intuition? Yeah. Third quarter – because the Knicks were – like it was – the Grizzlies have no one available, and and they were winning by 28. And I kept saying second half, I'm like, put this game away, and you know Tibbs. It's got to be 25 points or higher in the fourth quarter for him to call it a day because he is traumatized. He saw, as an assistant coach, Tracy McGrady score like 15 points in in 90 seconds. Like He saw a a lead evaporate in no time because of the three-point shot. So he will not – he will keep playing his starters. And with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, it's a 20-point lead. And sure enough, in comes Jalen Brunson. And the Grizzlies started getting open threes because the Knicks just kind of unlaced the shoelaces and stopped playing. And it was like, and I'm sitting there going, Kenny, and I'm like rubbing my temples like, Kenny, Kenny here, there's another open three, Kenny. A, like Grizzlies team that's 29th in the NBA in three-point percentage, they Call made fire. 19, they shot 57%. Like it, it just, it was the perfect storm. And so you just felt, you get this guy out of the game, get him out of the game, but it was all of a sudden it's a 10-point game. And you're like, what the hell? And sure enough, he takes a misstep, the ankle rolls, down he goes, and the entire building <gasps> gasped. Just like that, and so what ended up being a win, another win.
2: Sometimes when you win, you lose. And it sometimes w- when you right. lose,
1: you win. It was it was something that Bill Pe- like we were talking about it after the game. It was why does it feel like a funeral? Like they yeah. won another game. Like they they're still winning. They're they're a half game out of second place in the East, and yet everybody just was no. like, oh no. And no. and and for Tom Thibodeau, he's going to face the fire today. Mm-hmm. And this is you dance that dance this is gonna happen. and you know what I'm also gonna say this and then I'll, you know I, I, enough for me. but it also made me think the trade deadlines tomorrow now they yep. sure as hell better get a guard right they have yep. to now but on top of it, maybe they should have done this sooner. yep
2: well, we've been did they saying.
1: waited maybe did they wait too long to get that what? guard that they needed because this what's the risk an extra first round pick or something to make sure you have insurance? It's a law of averages. Or losing man. a player.
2: It's the law of averages, right? Like in this season, what could go wrong, what did go wrong. And you talk about four, your, 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 your five starters out, right? You know, OG.
1: Yep. Still Jaylen. out, by the way, which is that's bothering me. There's no update. Randall, There's nothing about it. It just continues to be a day-to-day situation with OG, and it's an elbow. And all they're saying is inflammation. And while, like, I, I keep, like, it's I being suggested they, to me that it's not serious – why well, it's, it feels shot. like it's serious if he keeps missing games. Wonder why they haven't given him the cortisone shot yet. Maybe he doesn't want it. Remember, what? he's in a contract year. You can't forget that stuff.
2: Yeah. So like he's you, he, he, you you know, damn near
1: rental. and it's his shooting arm.
2: So I mean, I think they just targeted like, hey, we're good. We're winning without you. We can get let's get to the other side of the All Star break. Probably. I mean, congratulations, Jalen Brunson. You're a first time All Star. Congratulations. You won't be playing in the game. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't
1: that, doesn't that suck? Two, like, two Knicks, that suck? Yes, two Knicks.
2: Now they won't be playing in the game. Amazing. And you know, listen, it's a lot of averages, man. And they better start making deals now before the price goes up Thursday. Because right, now everybody there's knows. there's more competition. Every, yeah, now everybody knows you're desperate, right? So yes. now, now you got to go do that. I, I, I'm going to pay the luxury tax now. So listen, we we knew this was an issue. Yep. And they should have like, yeah, they did the OG trade, and that was a great trade. But directly after that, they should have been looking for a, a small trade where people were like, ah, well, okay, well, we to we fill in the blanks games.
1: for for Emmanuel quickly. I I, right. I I completely so, so now, agree. So now, you're now like, look
2: oh. back, so now I look back, it's a are like Bruce Brown, but Bruce Brown ain't a guy who can facilitate. He's not a ball handler, really.
1: Uh, no, no, he played back up with the Denver Nuggets. He he was backing up Jamal Murray last year.
2: Yeah, he, he can he
1: can he can do it now. Is it high end? Maybe not, but yeah, you know, he could do it. But like I said. Like it's easy for me to look back in hindsight. That's the easy thing for all of us to do. But as I look back, I was thinking about it last night. And I'm like, you know what? Why easy. did they wait to the trade deadline and make a move for a, for a for a piece they obviously needed? Yeah. And no, no disrespect to Malachi Flynn, but he he ain't it. Like you can't go to that level and say, okay, Malachi Flynn, I need you to run the offense for six or seven straight minutes yeah. and keep us in the game. He did it in the first half, and they were able to to, to live. But in the second half, defensively. They were bad, and they were giving up open threes. Open threes. Even the biggest scrub in the NBA can make an open three. Man, leave Derrick Rose alone, man. No, no, no it wasn't Derrick. Derrick, just, Rose, Derrick just, Rose, just, Rose, talk about a guy, He, he looked way, alive. That, like,
2: hold up, hold up. Last year, Tibbs told us that this dude was dead. This um, dude looked like he got life left in him, man. Uh, Going to the basket, not finishing on a high level.
1: Uh, all right, anyways, here's Tibbs after the game, because this is the question we were all wondering. It's just like, It's basically like – He had to, in his head, say to himself, I cannot put Jalen back in the game. He had to be hoping he did not want to put him back in the game.
3: You read in the game. I I tell you guys that no lead is safe, so you got to read the game.
1: No lead is safe. They made 12 of 20 from three-point range in the second half. It was ridiculous. And all because you just softened up defensively because you thought, oh, we got this one. And you had it in your pocket, and every time you disrespect the game, the game comes back to haunt you. That's what happened last night, and for Tibbs, so you just what? know this is his M.O. I am winning this game tonight. He got he and, even, and man, what, did it, what he, did it cost them? He
2: like a chick bringing baggage into a relationship, man. Like sometimes you gotta let that po- that that past trauma go, bro. Like we get it, but man, you gotta read the room, man.
1: Thirteen points in thirty-three seconds is what McGrady did. Now remember. McGrady, what uh, he was a rocket at the time, and Tibbs was an assistant coach on the Rockets.
2: Man, you weren't even a main main guy, man. That that ain't. But on you, still, Ricky, Bobby. he saw it and you, he'll Bobby.
1: never forget it and references it all the time. It's one of the, it's one of the most inc- improbable comebacks ever. Bruh, the game this, was over, Bruh, This
2: is this is the regular season, man. What are we talking about? This ain't a playoff game. Come on, man. Come on, come on, Tibbs. I'm, I'm with you when you're right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but come nah, on. It, man. Now, now, now what? Now, now get ready to pay that luxury tax.
1: Well, most important. So so here's Dante DiVincenzo, who, by the way, was the reason why they held on to win. DiVincenzo, it was a four-point game. He had a huge three out of a timeout and played great down the stretch. And DiVincenzo continues to show you what he can do. Played 40 minutes. But here's DiVincenzo about his good buddy Brunson and what he saw after the game.
4: Playing with him for so long and knowing, I, I said you
1: good. He was like, I'm good, and I didn't ask anything after that. And I don't worry about Jalen at all. I don't worry about Jalen at all. He's <laughs> kind. He kind said of said I'm like, good, and I didn't ask him anything after that. So it's, it's kind of like me at
2: uh, South Illinois. Yeah, whatever, man. Like it's like when you come from when you come from that type of mentality, you know he'll play through it. But still, it's compromise, right? And like at the end of the day, we we appreciate what they're doing. You know, you said a game and a half away from second place. But if you're not healthy and not right in the playoffs, we don't want to hear, oh, his ankle was compromised, he's having surgery, or he's having a procedure after the season because it's stupid, right? Yeah. We we knew that the more you expose this guy to these crazy minutes and, you know, when you're trying to make that, that push down the stretch, you need to be able to start keeping him in shape but also being able to dial him back a little bit. Like when the, uh, when the other guys come back and they ramp up, you got to put it on them. Like, hey, Jalen carried us why you guys were compromised. Oh, I'm and sure. that's time for y'all to carry him a little bit, yes. man. We got to start finding ways to get him an early rest in the first quarter. He's going to start the game, and he's going to finish the game.
1: He but played the we, whole first it's, quarter, it's scored crazy. 17 points, and then, and, then, and then sat for a while, but, and things were okay. They had a huge lead at the half, but like I said, the third quarter started, the second half started, and it felt like the Knicks untied their shoelaces and never tied them back up again. All right, well, let's get the latest – on the Brunson injury, the latest injury of the Knicks. And there's more other injury news as well to discuss. And I always bring in one of the best when it comes to covering the Knicks, that's Ian Begley, S N Y. He's all over this team. He's been covering Plugged this team in, a long huh? time. And and Bagels joins us right now. All right. So I saw your tweet just right before the show started and I thought, okay, I got to get you on. So what did you see last night post game, Ian? What what did you what did you witness and what is the latest that you're hearing about Jalen Brunson and this ankle injury?
4: Alan, I want to get into all that after that though I want to talk to to coach uh the linebacker coach Bart Scott Uh-oh. Bart Scott with his, with his opinion so uh, <laughs> coach me coach first and foremost uh yeah Jalen <laughs> we saw him walking outside out of the garden not limping noticeably kind of walking slowly Josh Hart too no limp uh so they look good visibly and then you know you guys played the Dante Di Vincenzo clip and I also Checked around, and the aftermath of that that ankle injury, I was told that it seemed like he avoided avoided anything serious, any significant ankle sprain. That was the read on it last night. Obviously, you guys know a lot depends on how you wake up the next day and how you feel. Mm -hmm. But that initial thought was that, you know, maybe he'll miss uh, days, not going to miss weeks. So it seems like they dodged a significant ankle injury there with Jalen Brunson.
1: All right, that's that's good news. And again, I mean, days nobody wants that because of how you know the the, the lineup right now is so limited, and you still have some tough games coming up before the All Star break. But you you take that news over anything after seeing that happen. You talk to the players, Ian. Is there any type of pushback when it comes to the minutes thing that everybody around the Knicks and everybody that has followed Tibbs's career as a coach always brings up? And ironically, or coincidentally, I guess is the better word. Derek Rose was in the building last night playing in the game when this happens and we all remember uh that that terrible injury that he had that changed everything for the bulls all those years ago it, did, did the players ever talk about like in seriousness about the the minutes that that some of the, the lead guys are carrying and the impact it could have?
4: Yeah Josh Hart does talk about it pretty openly and you know he'll talk about the idea that man you've played a ton of minutes lately. Uh, he was joking around the other day that he appreciated the crowd chanting for Taj Gibson to come in. He wanted him to come in too, so he could get off the floor. <laughs> so he does talk openly about it. He's uh, he's not shy about sharing his opinion. But just in the case of Jalen Brunson specifically, and, and the idea that you know maybe you know Thibodeau is is causing whatever happened last night. I mean, we all know. Everybody who watches basketball knows you would have your best players out there if you're down 10 with, you know, five-plus minutes to go. Uh, So to me, that's not a question. But also the idea that maybe Jalen's getting worn down or he was put in a bad spot. He's put in a bad spot at any point. Well, look, Rick Brunson, his father, is sitting right there. He's right next to Tom Thibodeau. And I I would venture to guess that as his dad and as his coach, Rick Brunson's not going to allow Jalen Brunson to be put in a vulnerable spot. So I think that should be taken into account if you're worried about Jalen getting worn down and, and all that. So I, that's what I wanted to say because I heard Bart coach Bart Scott talking earlier about the idea of of uh, Jalen getting run down.
2: See but the, see but the, see but the crazy thing is his dad was never the player he was. So his dad never had to log those type of minutes and carry that type of responsibility. So yeah, like we all like he his dad thinks with that old school Mark Jackson, Doc Rivers type of mentality, but these guys ain't built like that no more, right? They play way more basketball than his dad played back in the day coming through that AAU circuit. They're they pretty much professionals as young players. And what happens is, like I remember we always laugh and, and, and enjoy, like, man, don't ever go play for Dave Wanstead, right? Don't ever go play down in Miami. They're going to start off the season strong. They're going to win the regular season, and they ain't going to have no legs by the time they get to the end. Like at the end of the day, we like to think that, okay, being in shape, eating right, taking care of your body is one thing that can kind of make you, you know, last a little longer or still have a little pep in your step. But, you know, one of the keys when I was in Baltimore was the fact that Brian Billick understood the importance of like ramping your guys up and gearing them down, right? and, and. He would have mm-hmm. the 30 and over club. He would have guys, he would log guys men, as far before the analytics and load management was happening. We were doing that in Baltimore. And if you look at the records of Brian Billick teams or those Ravens teams, outside of the Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles with Andy Reid, they, we had the greatest records in November, December. No matter what our final score was, we always finished strong. And I just I just mm-hmm. worry about him tiring down, and he's not going to say anything because he's a junkyard dog, right? Because he's a guy that's he's he's right. like that horse is just going to run until and you don't you're not going to see the end until he just dies. You know what I mean? You know you look at the horse, you just run him. He's gonna run until he runs, until he can't go no more. And mm-hmm. it's strategic. So I guess I would ask you now what because now you have to understand that now that he's injured, whether it's serious or not. You have uh, compensation, you know, where you compromise and compensation from one side to the other side. And, you know, you want to get him completely healthy, but you got to start pulling him back. So I would ask you, now what? Which was basically asking you, now who?
4: Right, right. No, And listen, Bart, I'm not here to defend everything that Tom Thibodeau is doing. I don't want to make it sound like that. I I just do think that with Rick being there, they're going to make – the, mm-hmm. What they feel is the right decision for Jalen, but as far as what's now, you know, you, they need to bring somebody on, and they know that they know they have to get something mm-hmm. at the deadline. But what level? To take some of the little, what, what
2: what level? Uh, what what level? Are we talking? I would, you know, because there's levels to this.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm not saying starter. I'm saying bring getting somebody off the bench. I'm saying, like, for names, I would say Alec Burks. I think they're going to be in on him until uh, something is either done or not done. I think Jordan Clarkson is, is there on their list, and Bruce Brown is there on their list. So those kinds of players where you could bring somebody in, you take some stress off of the guys that are playing major minutes, you have somebody that could, handle the a ball, uh, take some of that away from Jalen. So I think that's part of the idea at the deadline is, not to necessarily lessen the minutes on Jalen Brunson, but just lessen the load that he's carrying night in and night out in addition to the rest of the guys that are playing big minutes.
1: Now We're talking with Ian Begley of SNY, and I encourage everybody to make sure you watch the put- the putback. Three o'clock, so it's right after our show, so you're more than welcome to go ahead and turn that on. Uh, three o'clock today, and also tomorrow. As you know, tomorrow is a significant day for every reporter in the NBA because it's trade deadline day, and three o'clock is a significant time because that's the end of it. So once you're done with our show, just go right and check out Ian Begley as well for all you hoop heads, the putback. And, you know, let's just stay on that thing since Bart brought it up and, you know, obviously this is going to be a big part of it, the Knicks, does this this injury, the OG injury, and and, you know, obviously Randall, does it change their thinking at all going into the deadline? Are they going to be more active than maybe they thought they'd be? Would they be looking for more pieces? You know, there was a lot of talk. Brian Winhorse has suggested waiting to the summer might be, uh, bear more fruit. But because of all the injuries and where they're at and the fact that they're right there in the East, I mean, you know, a half game out a second, Bye-bye. is there more urgency, uh, Ian, for the, for the Knicks to do something a little more significant than maybe one bench move by tomorrow?
4: I See, what we're talking about there is like a DeJounte Murray, right, a, a that-level player. Uh, and uh, from all everything I've heard, yes, they they like DeJounte Murray. People over there like DeJounte Murray. But I guess it depends on where the price ends up. But also, what you're saying there is you are breaking up a starting lineup that has played really well. And I'm not sure if there's a big appetite to make the kind of move where it's a seismic shift to the lineups and the rotations. But I, I do think – and I've heard at least that there is a, a thought of bringing in more than one player, whether that other player, you know, a, a strong bench player. So two strong bench players. I think that's at least on the table, at least as of earlier this week. So I don't think they're locked into just one player. If a deal uh, comes along where you can maybe get two players from a team, I think that's, yeah. that's an option. Uh, but yeah, at the very least we're talking about, getting one guy, and I think there'll be disappointment if they're not able to do that, and I think if they're not able to do that, it's because of what other teams were demanding or willing to put on the table, not their desire to do something.
2: You know, you know, Alan. the other day, I was kind of like loopy because you know, I, you know, I got ADHD or something. I don't know. I'm always all been over head a lot. Brent, it's... It's here. It's here. <laughs> so, so he was talking to somebody, and then I was kind of zoned out, and then he zoned me back in because he said something I hadn't thought about. And uh-huh. we were talking about Chris Paul, right? And you know here's the thing. thing. All
1: right, Bagels, here's here's the reality. We were interviewing Brian Winhorst. No, no, not Brian Winhorst. It was uh, <laughs> Bobby um, Marks. Bobby, Bobby Marks, right? Yes. Mark we were interviewing Bobby down. Marks. And but so <laughs> Bart <laughs> is on the show and we're interviewing him. And he's just admitted to you, which he never admitted to me, that he checked out during the interview, probably watching something on television, and then heard something and woke back up again. So now that you know how the show works, we'll, we'll make we'll, we'll,
2: we'll make more things that grab my attention, and I'll be I'll stay locked
1: in. All right, it's my job to keep you, right, keep your attention. I think your job is to keep the audience attention. That's a whole other story. Do we but put anyway, that
4: on Bobby, Do we put it on Bobby for not being engaged. Right, it's
1: Bobby's fault for not all being engaged. But,
2: yes. but, but 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 we were talking we were talking about Chris Paul. We we know the Kyle Lowry is out there, but you know. Y- you don't know right. what type of shape he's in and go oh, we know, know the shape it's round and that we yeah. get it a little more got, square but. <laughs> but, 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 but you know we we don't know if he can come back and last year he played great in that type of role in the playoffs that you know he's a he he is the lead guy he's the first guy we think about when we think about who started this Villanova stuff yep right so you, you, do, you right. do you think that you know creatively we know dealing with the heat and you know what that means and Pat Riley um but do, do you see any guys like that maybe potentially being somebody that they can get I don't know what their contract situation is if it's But what you're experience. asking
1: though was Chris Paul and 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 I was surprised that that has never come up considering his relationship with the with the Knicks front office and the fact that it's it's sort of the need right but a is, guy with the, off the wrong bench coast, experience and all that other stuff I'm surprised that has never come up
4: I am too but I think part of that is in a perfect world for the Knicks right whatever they get at the deadline it's a guy who Is under contract for the following season, and that's uh, that because they can use that salary then in whatever they want to do in the summer. Alex Burks, though, is not that right. He's going to be a free agent, so he doesn't check that box. I don't think it's it's a hard and fast rule. I'm a little surprised on Paul too. I mean, because especially you know Evan Fournier, you can make the math work there. You Mm -hmm. send Fournier out, maybe something else, and you bring Paul in. So I'm a little surprised too. Actually, I'm going to try to check around on that, Alan. Thank you for the reminder. Well, I but mean, th- just think about t- it logically. Goes, the fit, right? The fit yeah. is nah, everything.
1: Yeah. The high IQ player, he has a relationship with yep. everybody. You're not asking him to be yep. a starter and play starter minutes. He can close a game. He's got tons of experience. It's you know, he can run an offense. No and Jalen's on the bench. Sometimes Jalen can play off the ball and let him run the. There's so many things that make sense. You know, obviously he's he's hurt, but he's working his way back. I just look at it as it feels just like a no-brainer, and yet nowhere has it come up as as something, as a connection to the Knicks, and it just surprises me, that's all.
4: Yeah, same here. Uh, Bard. did you hear that? Were you with us? Well, I'm the one that teed that one up. <laughs>
2: I remember, I remember Allen's greatest hits, yeah, but you teed and I just and and throw Ali hoops and up and there. And it
1: went somewhere in the woods, and you went off to look for the ball while Bagels and I were trying to have a conversation.
4: <laughs> but I'm Kyle Lowry, though, Bart, you bring up a good point because that would be a buyout market situation. And one thing with the Knicks here is they still have – I'm going to get into the weeds a little bit. They still have their um, biannual exception that they could use to entice these buyout guys to come. So that's more than like a veteran's minimum. They can offer more money and they can offer an extra year. I think there's only a couple teams that have that that are in playoff contention. So that could give them an edge for a Kyle Lowry-type situation in a buyout market if it comes to that if they don't get done what they want to get done at the deadline. So I think that's certainly something to keep an eye on, Bart. That's a good call. Uh, but, you know, here now, it's let's see what happens with Julius Randle. Maybe you get Mitchell Robinson back late in the season. Brunson does not seem uh, to be a very serious injury, and just get to the break and, and get these guys some rest and get everybody back and see where they're at um, after the break when you go to Philly.
1: Now, two more, for, two more for you, and the and the first one is you mentioned it, so let's go there. It was in the pregame, so there's, there's not a lot of audio on this, uh, but it was interesting what Tom Thibodeau revealed about Mitchell Robinson and his progression. Because there are some people that weren't sure he was coming back this year at all. And yet, right. did Tibbs suggest it? Did you, did you get that read that it sounds like he's progressing towards a return this season? That's what it sounds like.
4: I mean, the, the idea is, I think, after the All-Star break, he should be able to get on the court and start to do some things on the court. And then, you know, what you're talking about, though, is so much time away. And where is his cardio and can, how many minutes can he handle even if he gets cleared to play? Because, you know, we remember that off season where he hurt his foot. He was rehabbing his foot the whole summer. And he came back, and he was really strong, but it took him a while to get his win back and to be the Mitchell Robinson that, you know, the Knicks were used to. So I just wonder how much that factors in once he's able to get back on the court. Let's say he gets there late in the regular season. What can he handle minutes wise? Where's his wins? And I would assume he comes off the bench. But to answer the question now, I think there's optimism. There's still optimism that he can get back at some point late in this regular season. And uh, that would be huge for the Knicks because even if he can give you, you know, 10 minutes, yeah. uh, that's tremendous.
1: Yeah, tremendous right, spe- uh, asset. Especially what Isaiah Hartenstein's giving you as a starter. All right. And the other one is the lack of information we're getting from OG Ananobi. And the fact that it just yeah. continues to be almost feels like a day-to-day situation. But he has now missed. Is it five games now that he has missed? And uh, it's still being called an inflamed elbow. Uh, have you heard anything about his situation? And are we going to see him before the All-Star break?
4: Oh, well, the thing that, that I had heard was late last week, like he he had been, you know, making progress. And so that leads me to believe that they're not going to have him come back until and unless he's fully out of the woods on this thing. And Tom Thibodeau has kind of hinted at that. You know, he talked about, he started about leaning on the medical staff, but he also said, but look, it's his, it's his shooting elbow. So, you know, you have to be careful. So I would assume that you don't see him before the break because of that. Um, but, I, you know, it's about his comfort level, and it's about getting him all the way free of uh, at risk of uh, re-injuring that thing. I think that's where they are. I think that's why they've been cautious. Yeah, but it's been a, a mysterious one, to say the least.
1: Alright, so where can we see the putback? Tell everybody. 3 o'clock today and also tomorrow.
4: Yeah, all of the SNY digital platforms, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, so we're there, and then you're able to replay the show uh, also on the website on SNY.TV. So you can catch us on those platforms, be sure to check us out. We're going to be diving in to everything, Knicks, later today and tomorrow
2: at the deadline. Love it. Did, did they give you Did they give you a makeup artist over there? Because this is, when I'm over there, man, they'd be having me beat my own face. I'd be looking embalmed like I'm Lurch or something <laughs> off the Adams <laughs> family. I'm like, come on, man. Y'all, y'all got to <laughs> at least bring back the makeup staff. Bart, it's all blotchy on SNY. It's
1: weird. On ESPN, he's got beautiful skin. Then on SNY, it's blotchy. <laughs> I, I don't understand this.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm using every can... color. I got the wrong color. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing appreciate all right, you,
4: let's man. trade notes man i'm looking for my my best shade so let's try to figure it out
2: absolutely uh, a right. little olive undertone <laughs> right.
1: bagels thanks so much as always my man all the best all right fellas
4: appreciate you guys
1: take care all right great intel there from ian begley as always sny the put back at three o'clock today and tomorrow it's a must watch of course especially if you're a knicks fan all the latest but He just gave us all the intel you possibly need. So we'll give you now the opportunity to react at 800-919-3776. That's coming up. And happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Are you taking the under? That's the thing I'm pushing here. Two really good defenses. Don't get caught up on the offensive side, especially with Mahomes. This game's going to be about defense, in my opinion. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a dub or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Allen to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Allen. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. For help with the gambling problem, call 1 877 8 HOPENY or text Open 467 369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore do Sports
0: Desk. So it all comes down to Sunday, Chiefs 49ers for the Super Bowl. Plenty of questions about that game. Earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, guys were wondering if you find the Chiefs unlikable.
5: If you're a Chargers fan or a Raiders fan or a Broncos fan and you feel away way about the Chiefs right now, I get that. A Bills fan. A, a Bills fan. Even a Ravens fan. You're angry, whatever. Dolphins fan. That makes sense well, it's to a me. a lot of people. But I don't understand. But that's out of jealousy. Well, I see, but I, right. But still, I mean, jealousy turns into, I mean, that's a powerful emotion. Yes. I, but but if you're like a, a Bears fan, like, don't you appreciate, maybe I'm wrong, don't you appreciate seeing greatness? Well, I think to a point. I think to a point. So we've know. reached a point where it's not entertaining for some people, or fun not for anymore. Me. No, listen, I love to see greatness. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because
0: when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K. Show, and it's only here
5: on 98.7 FM.
6: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
5: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
0: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
1: All right, Bart and Han Allen, I'm Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. We just had Ian Begley on, giving us the latest on Jalen Brunson's ankle injury. And he said that it seems like, from what he has seen and heard, that they avoided anything serious. In fact, it could be just a couple of days, not weeks, um, with this injury. He walked out of the locker room last night. Uh, no no boot, which they usually put a boot, no matter what like right bart like you 've seen this right, mm-hmm. even if it 's like a mild thing, they throw a boot on it just to protect you for the night, yeah. no boot, no crutches, no limp, no noticeable limp actually is how he put it, uh and so you know it was that that part of course, is at least a little twinge of optimism, but still obviously a bit of concern because you know that was a game that they were up by twenty eight and he shouldn 't have had to get back in the game, but the Knicks. Allowed the Grizzlies back in the game by softening up defensively. And we all know how Tom Thibodeau does this stuff. You know, he, he's not going to sacrifice a game. So let's get the calls because I know you all have something to say about it. 800 919 3776. Let's start with Dave and East Meadow. What's up, Dave? Dave.
3: Damn it, Dave. You're the all first right, Dave, one.
1: Dave called back. Joe and West Harrison. Joe.
3: Guys, how are you? First of all, Bart, why don't you leave the makeup to the pasty white guy next to you? You have a year-round tan. You don't need no
2: makeup. You look good. What's your yeah, pasty? But you know, what do you got? I got the five I, I got the I got the hyperpigmentation <laughs> on oh, the cheekbones. Hold, cheek up, bones, hold, hold, up,
3: hold up! Hold
1: up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Pasty, Bart. I'm a lot of things. Am I pasty?
2: No, but you you haven't I mean, got no sun dumb. yet. You know what I'm saying we we, we got to get you another West <laughs> Coast trip when the sun. I do out need on the West another
1: Coast. West. I do need another West Coast trip. I will admit that. But pit. <laughs> Alan, a I joke. see you in the
3: parking lot at MetLife a long time ago, so I know you're not that pace. I'm just having some fun here. <laughs> you're
1: not that capacity compared to, right. to powder. Yeah, yeah. I admit yeah, that i powder. Exactly. No, what oh, it's all It's all you, I'm just messing you went around. Up the other
4: side with that. Anyway. I, <laughs> What's up? Uh, Alan, I agree with you on the ball. I mean, I'm sure most people thought the same thing. You no, know, he, he, he's not afraid to take the big shot. He's probably a better facilitator than Brunson. I mean, but Brunson's such a great scorer. But I would definitely bring him in 100%. And I'm definitely uh, concerned with Ananobi, uh, you know, because he averages 60 games a year. And I guess that's why Toronto gave up on him a little bit. But um, I, we definitely got to bring a, definitely a, a good, strong backup point guard into this. No matter what happens from yeah, now, I, then you I, need I, that guy. Yeah, Joe, sure.
1: I'm, with, I'm with what, what Ian said. I, I, would, I would think you need yeah, two. Maybe. I think you need two pieces for the bench, Joe. Thanks for the call. Well, well I, think, I think the – I don't know. The, Chris Paul, no one's talking about it. Like, think about it. If you just put it on paper, everything makes sense. Everything. All of it makes sense.
2: He knows all the tricks, man. Yes. Like, he can get you steals in the lane. You can facilitate. Just so smart. You can, play, you can play them both together. Still and a just, little something just, left.
1: Like, can yeah. he defend? No. But, you know, like, like you can survive because he's smart.
2: Right. Like, like he's
1: not going to play 30, 40 minutes. He's not, he's not Chris Paul of old, but he's Chris Paul who's old. But it doesn't yeah. mean he stinks. Like, he's still, he still, he's shown when he played this year that there's still something there.
2: Yeah, and like oh, I think on. I think this would be more of a offense in which he's tailored to, and you just talk about him being able to get your team into yes. half court sets as well mm-hmm. when you got to get a basket, not having to create. He can create with the movement and the pass and his basketball acumen. He knows how to get a defender on his back, draw, a flop, foul. You know, you know, he gonna yep. punch, he gonna punch two or three. As people long as, in as the Scott balls. Foster
1: isn't doing the game, yeah yeah we're all yeah
2: right. yeah, he gonna punch a couple <laughs> dudes in the balls, but that's okay. That just comes with <laughs> Chris Paul. Um, but you know, I think the nugget that he gave us was you know that Bagley gave us was. The fact that, you know, they have the exemption that, you know, very few teams have, so they can go in the buy up market and offer something to Kyle Lowry yes. to be able to come. I think that's really what's the secret sauce that he gave us yeah, because a lot, a lot of people don't understand. That's like that's like the nuance stuff. You yeah. know what I mean that's why we ask a guy like Bax to come on to give y'all guys that type of stuff. So when you go argue with your friends, you got a little ammunition to say, Man, you don't
1: even know, man. Yeah, you can be a little smarter. If you miss the interview, we'll have it on a podcast and we'll put that up in a little while. But we got a podcast? You didn't know that? Hmm. Yeah, we, we, we can do that. We take things like interviews and turn them into podcast form and share them with people so that hmm. they do get all that information in case they happen to miss it. Is that on YouTube? Um, no, it's, it's just in a podcast form. We could share it on different social media platforms.
2: I, you know, watching Club Shay. But Shay, you could I, do. You know, watch, you do
1: have social media platforms that are for more than just you scrolling. You oh. you know, you can post things too. You're allowed.
2: Oh, watching you know, watching on. watching Promote watching watching Shay Shay, I, I I feel like we might be able to just go on YouTube
1: mm-hmm. and just
2: start up our own um the Gout. You know what I'm saying?
1: That'd be nice. It'd be great if we could do that. But
2: who knows? Maybe we can get MGM
1: to sponsor us. That would sound. That would we, not, can that a, we can take. We
2: can still. We can still all our phenomenal. sponsors from ESPN.
1: Just go, we we just, we just go solo. Buy into us. So we break off into our own thing. We do a spinoff.
2: Yeah, we do a spinoff, but we still, we still the sponsors.
1: We do the reverse McAfee. Yes. We leave ESPN to have our own thing.
2: No, 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 no. We still work with ESPN, but we, 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 we separate ourselves so we can grow that brand too. And then we can resell it back to ESPN later.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I I like let's, let's spitball this in a meeting later. Yeah. I like this idea. People will come with us, I think. Right.
2: Yeah, they'll come listening. We start putting. And the best part there. is,
1: we could do that. We could do the show whenever we want, like which would fit around your eating schedule.
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, like anything after twelve, you know, I've learned it after twelve, then we good.
1: Yes, I think we've we've been well aware of that. We Dave in East people Meadow.
3: People. Yeah. Dave, what up, Dave? Hey guys, i A uh, couple things. I'm listening. First of all, Alan, if anybody calls up and mentions Bones Highland. Just hang up on the call,
6: please. <laughs> We've had two of them.
3: I, I couldn't We've had two, two, two Bones two Highland calls. Row, someone's like, Bones Highland. Like, come on now.
1: You know He can't but, play uh, for the Clippers, man. Like, you think he's coming <laughs> yeah, here to play for Tibbs? If, if Ty Lu yeah. won't
3: play him, right? Yep. Yeah. So, Anyways. listen, regarding – you know, I listened to everything. Bobby Marsh was awesome with you guys. Yeah. You know, he really broke it down. Yep. Um, Explained a lot. Especially talking about football season. But I don't want to wait and hang my hat on – Maybe Devin Booker shakes loose. Maybe I don't want to do that. Okay. To me, Dejounte Murray fits. I'm looking at his four year, like one fourteen. I don't see even if there was a Devin Booker, why that contract isn't still a very good contract when all these superstars are making forty and forty five I think that's 60. a contract. So, Dave, yeah. the, the so, one thing, like, the one me, thing
1: about that, the one thing about that, and you heard Ian Begley just say it, and that's the thing: doing an in season deal. For a guy like DeJounte Murray, and and again, Ian said this, is the Knicks are not inclined to break up that starting five that has really gelled and has played. And that backcourt, the two of them, DiVincenzo and Brunson, it's something special developing between the two. You want to call it Splash Brothers East? Like, whatever you want to call it, they have something. They're averaging 60 a game together as a backcourt. Like, it's something special. And so they don't want to mess with it, and I understand it. You know, like I do want like they they want to shore up the bench more than anything right now.
3: I understand that, but there's look, Bruce Brown, solid contract. You yep. could totally flip that. Brogdon yep. comes off the books. Those those are fine too. Yep. But there's got to be a way in the rotate. Remember, remember, what Chanzo wasn't starting in the beginning of the year, so he can come off the bench. He's come off the bench most of his career. True. I don't see why you could back of the minutes where you pull Brunson a little bit earlier and then you reinsert him with Devin you know there's got to be a way to work that rotation with those three guys if Grimes is, is going to be headed out of here I so don't
1: I, do I don't disagree I would I don't disagree with you on on how you could figure it out what I'd say is I'd probably rather have a training camp to do that instead of 20 games to go we're in a sprint to make the playoffs and have to figure it out at the same time Dave that's all thanks for the call that's the only thing I'm saying Bart Right, like I, I'm not denying that Murray could be a really good fit here, but it's it's to me in the midst of a season and a lot of movement and a lot of interchangeable parts. It's just it, I, I if one thing I want to do is not disrupt the the rotation that much anymore, and I'd rather just shore up my bench and bring in guys that the head coach can trust and leave in who have been there and done that. That's I think that's where we're at right now.
2: You know what what's so crazy and so enticing is. When you look at the East, man, like Dane Dollar injury, Middleton looks old all of a sudden. He, well, like, he just, man, Middleton it, just
1: hurt his ankle last that's, night. That's what saying. Yeah.
2: Kevin, Kevin Durant, you know what I mean? He stepped on Kevin Durant's foot after shooting a three. Um, when you look at it, man, you're like, yo, it's only Boston. Like is the, yep. the West is crazy. Yep. Like if we make some moves, like I know we, we want to wait, see what shake loose, but this might be our year where we can sneak
1: in. Yeah, they got to get everybody healthy because I'm with you. But that's I the crazy it.
2: part. Like next yeah. year, maybe you you may get you may get the player shake loose, but the but the but the path is harder.
1: It's it's a great point you're it's, making. Kind like a,
2: it's kind of like the AFC this year. Like yeah, yeah. Next year. when mm-hmm. Burrow's back, it's gonna be harder. Mm-hmm. When this guy's back, it's gonna be harder. Like man, yeah. this might be the year. But you all can right. still. Buffalo one. had
1: all their issues, right? There was all these little yeah. things that were like, wow, this is. There's, can the can door's open. One. Yeah, the door. Miami, was open.
2: Miami, everybody got hurt. Miami, they lost both their defensive ends. Like yeah. yo, man. Yeah. So, this might be the time for the Knicks. Like, yeah, next year you can, something might shake loose and you have, you know, revision, well, revisionist, yeah, revisionist, revisionist history. Yeah, revisionist history, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're talking about, man, we should have waited because look what shook loose. But that player may not be able to, you know, the, the, the East could be loaded. Like, well, you know, over, Philly I've, may I've do something that, crazy. Right?
1: You, you have the guarantee and then you have the maybe. Yeah. Which do you go for? You know, mm-hmm. and, and the guarantee is what you go for. But as I said, there's some things, though, that if you disrupt too much, it can—we've seen it in other places where you make those gigantic—look at the Suns last year. You make a massive trade, and it just messes everything up to where you really never could get on track as a group. You need a training camp to do that, and so they were lucky with OG, because he stepped in and he just fit perfect.
2: Defense always fits perfect that's yeah, a good point I all we right,
1: we'll continue with your calls we have Mike Tannenbaum in the one o'clock hour as we always do and some interesting news from, for a friend of the show that you know Bart very well that Mike knows very well that we all know very well and Rex Ryan that we all have to discuss we'll get into all that stuff as well but next up your calls stay with us Barton Hahn 98.7 ESPN
6: this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why? Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Show podcast.
0: Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Hi, right, Barton Hahn. Mike about joining us in the 1 o'clock hour. Come see the Michael K. Show live this Friday at 3 p.m. at Platt-Deutsch in Franklin Square out on Long Island for a special countdown to kickoff broadcast. Get you ready for the big game. Live music from one of the Tri-State's best cover bands, The Mystic. We're bringing the big game experience to you at Platt-Deutsch Park. It's brought to you by Wise Snacks, Security Dodge, Resorts World, Catskills, Chili Willie, and Cool Carl's Ice, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, and the new Tullamore Dew Honey. 800-919-3776. We'll go through some calls here. We have Jack in Rockaway. Jack. Jack. Come on, Jack. Jack.
2: You off hole, man.
1: What are you ordering? Jack is a Nets fan. Jack going once. Listen, people we, say we don't talk we, Nets, we and talk about I'm, Nets. I'm, I'm trying to take a Nets fan call right now, and Jack's got other, other business going on. Mm.
2: Tell you what, one All thing. Right, we lost Ky- Ky- hey, look, don't
1: say we didn't try. I mean, you called. I tried to take the call. You're not even yeah. paying attention.
2: Well, the, Ky- the Kyrie return yesterday, you know what I'm saying? He put on you know, just the ultimate oh tease, God. showing what could have been.
1: Yeah, I mean, how Listen, how how, the, how insufferable was that?
2: The the Nets got the ugliest uniforms. Like who yeah, made Yeah, I those? don't.
1: I, I they, don't. They, love they, those. they
2: look like some. They look like some AAU uniforms.
1: What you mean the, the hell? I mean the the crayon ones yes, all the What the hell that. is this? Tetris? I like their their black uniforms. Are it's okay. It's okay. No, no, no. Now, the they, black ones that say Brooklyn on them. They're okay. I like no, them better than white with those the are black stuff. No,
2: those are legit. No, they're so plain. I'll give you
1: a secret. I'll let out a secret. I'll tell you a secret. If if I did not have the, the, the job I have covering the Knicks for MSG, I might I might cop a Brooklyn a black Brooklyn jersey. Nah, like see, I like me, I love that jersey. But
2: for, for me the hardest thing to ever do is to make something look super super clean with only two colors.
1: What are you talking about? That's the Penn, best the classic.
2: No, no no no. Penn State wacky D uniform. You're
1: out of your mind. Penn State. No. Okay. No. You okay. know I only own one college football uniform. And it is Penn State number
2: that's thirty-two. A, that's a you. That's a yo problem. No, I don't. I don't buy jerseys. You know, I'm
1: not a big jersey. I don't wear them. I don't buy. But that one, oh, it's, I love that jersey.
2: It's, it's super difficult when you're have That you Lion,
1: that blue? You oh, need, come you, on! Now you, you're out of your
2: mind. You, you, you listen. If if you did a poll, the best jerseys or whatever the colors, it wouldn't be them. You need sometimes. You need a third color. Like to be able to offset the pipe, nope. though. Pipe disagree in. that you, white and that blue. The, that Kajana black...
1: Carter is the jersey that, that that I'm like. I saw that jersey. He was such a great one. I, I, I got that it's jersey clean. for it's that. Clean, that but it's not. That, but it's not and Alabama, the crimson. There's no. nothing. That, nothing. That's, that's nothing the most finer plain.
2: Wacky D. It's nothing you can there do you to make that mind. look good. It's nothing you can. What did Southern need,
1: Illinois you, have? What was your the jersey? same two
2: colors? That's what Wacky D. Nothing Wacky D. About that. It's the same colors as basically Alabama, maroon and white. And it's hard it's to crimson. freak another it's color. Maroon.
1: It's different. It's not Bro. crimson.
2: Okay, whatever. It's 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 it's, it's in the Merlot <laughs> family. Put it like that. <laughs> Merlot. You know what you I'm know saying? What just we like just post. like Indi- Indiana's whack too. Because you know it's we the were same post. two colors.
1: You know what we were a post. We had three colors. You know what they were? What? Green, yellow, and white.
2: Yeah, barely. You, you talk make, about you wacky D? D. You can freak that.
1: Oh, we had like silky, like baggy shorts, silky like kind of look. You can freak that. That's that's Baylor. Baylor, like
2: you can use you can use the yellow, you can turn it to gold. But when you had that
1: third color The Oregon Ducks, like I'm all set.
2: Who who got better who got better uniforms than Oregon Ducks? But
1: L I U now, the Sharks, that whole thing, they got the the powder blue and the yellow like that. Now that's sometimes
2: Sometimes you just need that third color. Like look at a team like L S U, right? Yeah when you look at like L S U, they can go with the white, but then they can have the yellow piping on the outside. Blue, no, gold. no, no. What's wrong they, with that? They, their uniforms are like PP. They get what? wet, and they pants are like PP.
1: <laughs> What's wrong with you?
2: Like even the Jets, the colors sometimes look whack because they need a third color. That's why they added the black into it. When you look at well, when the you black look at the, should be
1: the primary color, the when, green when, should be the piping. In when my you opinion, look,
2: when, when you look at the Giants, yeah. they stuff always sweet because they can go white. They can go gray, blue, and white. They can go the, the white on white with the gray and the blue piping. We're going to have to discuss three colors. this. Later you got in the show. three colors. Three. I'm making
1: a note. I'm making a note. Power hour. We're going to discuss this. Just We're going to discuss you. this.
2: You need a third color, man. When you only got two colors, you can't you can't yeah. switch it up. We're enough. coming
1: back to this. We're, we're coming back to this conversation because there's no way you're right on that. There's no okay. way that you could say that Pistons, Alabama Pistons, and Pistons Penn State Pistons, and Pistons Notre got, Dame are whacky. Pistons D. got
2: some of the best colors because they can they can play with them different okay. ways. They it's go red, red, white, and blue. It's like the Rangers. Yes, but they can go red with it. Yeah. That's a primary color. They can go you know white with it. The Rangers have it.
1: never done that. The Rangers have never gone red as a primary in their jersey. I've just realized that they've done blue. Tons of blue. Yeah, and they've obviously the white. That they have have they I don't think they've ever done red.
2: That'd be dope, red with the blue letters with the white piping.
1: Now what are they doing for the stadium series? Is that red? Maybe that's red, because I know the Islanders won well that. I, 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 it's it's growing on me. At first I saw it, I thought it was like a gap rugby from the eighties, but then I saw I saw the whole jersey, and then I'm like, no, no, no that's kind of hot that's kind of hot. I kind of like that now okay but,
2: let, let's t- let's take your two color um scenario right
1: Let me see the any like Indi- place like Indiana whack right oh, it's, because oh, it's white it's place white. like
2: Indiana with the with the red and white whack you take the same color and you just add a little gray or silver to it then you got or you got Ohio state fire they can do so many different things fire I'm not feeling that okay I'm not feeling only, that. the only team in my opinion that 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 got like two colors that that look good is Michigan. And that's because the helmets are unique. What? It's because the helmet is unique.
1: No. No. And the it, I guess unique. they got three I because they, they got Dame white. Notre Dame is wacky D because they're two colors. And the Notre Dame helmet is literally gold. It's basic.
2: Gold. It's just a gold helmet. Yeah, it's no, it's no emblem on it. There's no logo on it. It's Just yeah, plain. Exactly. Help me.
1: It's classic. It's gold. That's, that's it's no. That's no different. That's no different helmet. than
2: when the Lions wear the silver and blue. It just. It's, it's, it is a, it's a lot it's, different because it's, it's not silver. It's, it's okay, gold. But, but you can't. You don't like that altogether. They look much better when they have I don't the like white. It. I love and blue. it.
1: Wow. You bro, two colors. Listen to me, man. You know I love you like a brother. You couldn't okay. be more wrong. I'm just telling you. You Couldn't be more the, wrong the, with the worst. The worst uniforms in the world. They're classic.
2: But then Penn you get tired State of them. Is not
1: a, that's an incredibly classic no. college football uniform. Classic. When they're wearing the blue with the white pants, you gotta be kidding me. Look like a school uniform. Like look, look, look like I look, love Penn State. Look State's. like a
2: school like a school uniform. No no i
1: disagree blue pants and a white shirt and a blue tie uh, it, it no it's the blue but it's the it's the richness of the blue nah bro it's that nittany lion blue that's a special nah, color it's, it's, they it's sell the, that at home depot you it's, can it's, put it's, that on your wall
2: it's the splash of red in the dodgers uniform that sets it off accent color
1: yeah the number the number's splash. red the splash. number's red so so you're excited about a little red number you gotta have an accent color man you can't just have two colors we're gonna have to discuss this. We'll see what Mike T thinks of it too, because he's big into sports and all that stuff. And what would he do if he was running the Nittany Lions? Would he say, "No, nah, we gotta add red"? The, the
2: Jets colors, the Jets colors uniforms, whack, man, because you only can do two colors. That's different,
1: different. Green, greens, greens are very difficult. It's difficult. just green and white. But that's what the Celtics have done forever since the beginning of time. How's that but working they, but, out for but them?
2: When they, but when they put them black with the green letters with the white piping, I fire. don't like that. I don't like that. Fire.
1: I think the Jets, Higher. because they're no longer owned by the Hess family. That's not; they don't need green anymore. You know, that's why they went to green, right? Like that was the whole idea.
2: But you but, want to go back to them ugly mustard no, titan colors? No,
1: no, no, You keep the green, but it becomes the third color. It's the piping, the black and the oh, white. Oh, now, you, are now you want
2: to take a two a two colors team and, and you want to add piping? You want to add a color? Oh, now you've already want to
1: do put it. the they already put black in. They've oh. already done that. It's already there.
2: Oh, that's been nice. going on
1: since the '80s. But that's not an official color. It 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 should be. It's different.
2: Ah, ah no, nah, it's different. It, it that, those different. two colors are different, but blue and white is, is cool, but green and white is not. You know what? We wow.
1: 800 wow. 919 We are definitely getting back into this conversation, but we have more to get into with Mike Tannenbaum, including Rex Ryan in Dallas. Stay with us, Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the
0: 98.7 Tullamore do sports Desk. So the NBA trade deadline is set for tomorrow. Plenty of talk about what the Knicks could do. Earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, the guys
5: ran through the possibilities. What does your gut tell you to do? Nothing huge. Well Sounds like the the price for Clarkson is high. Yeah, sounds like I, I don't want to overpay for anybody. No. I know. I know the teams that acquire Lottie typically overpay. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown would I like sense. Bruce Brown. I like Brogdon. Murray feels like it's kind of pipe dreamish. Mm. You think it's realistic? Well, I think depending on the report you read. I mean, there is what do you want to give up? The report I read was it was two firsts. So so see, here's it the thing. You, you give up two firsts and you're still in contention when that guy becomes available, right? That's the math you got to yeah. do, yeah. And that is brought to you
0: by Tullamore Dew. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey, be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K. Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.